Good evening. Birds of a Feather here. AJ, the Suburban Princess, here with my night stuff on. Um, basically, just wanted to, as I finished my yoga workout for the night, I thought about closing this whole chapter that was the Sixers' um, dismal performance last night and probably a welcome to a new season. Right now, I'm sure none of us, as much as I've been on Twitter off and on all day today, I've noticed that we're all pretty bitter. And a lot of us probably feel justified in our bitterness because of what we thought this year might evolve into, and it wasn't. It seems like the same thing, you know, different season. If they're only lasting till the second round in the playoffs while other teams seem to build, i.e. the heat, um, then clearly there are a lot of things that are not being translated to this team. Now, if you'd watched any of the pressers, you've seen a very solemn Tobias, you've seen a very disappointed um, Maxi, um, you've seen an optimistic Paul Reed, <laughs> which I guess for him is a sign that in his in his eyes, being that he'd been up and down from the blue coats and every now and then had to uh, play the disappearing act until Doc felt he could trust him to be in in the in the game a lot more in the playoffs. Um, whatever suits him, his future may not still be with the team. It may still be with the team, but clearly the bench was the issue, um, not holding up their, their end of the bargain um, before the end of the year before the end of the regular season, should I say, and not being able to sustain without Joel being on the floor for more than two games at a time. Um, Joel obviously is the MVP in my eyes, regardless of the facts or the stats. But I also realized that he himself probably was thinking there's got to be some other way to deal with this because I don't want to come back here next year to the same crap. Clearly, Daryl Morey is still trusting in Doc, as well as Doc trusting in him and um, the front office not really having a choice, I guess. Um, now, a lot of things can change between now and October. Um, the draft is next month. I don't know what they're expecting to get because um, any rookie um, has not really worked out since Tyrese came. Um, Matisse apparently was still standing in his stance against not getting vaccinated and therefore costing their chances in Toronto. But honestly, I don't think it would have mattered either way. And I think that's why he's justified in him deciding not to go through with a uh, full vaccination. I don't know why he even took one in the first place if he felt that strong about it, but I maybe he gave him the pressure and maybe he realized later that he shouldn't have even done that much. So it may seem selfish, but I think with the difference between Matisse and someone like Kyrie is that Matisse never came off with any kind of a bravado. I think that he just is is young in terms of experience in life as opposed to um, his basketball uh, experience. So I think that probably the highlight of his career has been being on a medal-winning Australian basketball team where he seemed to play flawlessly um somewhere along the line there was a breakdown of miscommunication from the moment that it was 
um, exposed that he was the one person who wasn't vaccinated on the team. And it seems like it went downhill from there. So um, I don't expect Matisse to be back um, as much as I love him as a personality. I don't think he's really obviously helped the Sixers this year, which is a shock because everyone was so sure that he was only a matter of time before he, he started shooting more and on top of his defense. And now we realize that no matter what they try to do midseason as a quick fix, including grabbing Harden, um, nothing was really going to cure the depth depth issues that they've had from the beginning. So just like the Phillies, you know, they can only do but so much with the whole salary issue and then just general talent. I think a lot of Philly teams suffer from these mid level teams because they just either don't have the scouting ability or the salary to keep a decent amount of star players that can linger here and and grow the team out it seems like they do a lot of copy and paste and 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 i know it's i didn't even plan on going here but i just say thank you sixers you tried you failed in the postseason but you know, it was it was worth every gruesome defeat and every comeback wonderful win. You did more than I thought you would in the postseason. So I will say that is a great thing. That alone you can build on if you choose. But to hear um, Joel even bring up the possibility that, you know, he could be a possible trade item if they can't figure out how to make the, the roster better. Um, so be it, blow it up then, you know, cause at this point the process has been done and it still doesn't seem to get us or get us fans to see our team get to the East coast finals. So until 2001, <laughs> somehow, uh, what's the word it's late unless 2001, you know, can kind of come from the ashes i know there's another word but it's late and kind of re reinvent itself there you go reinvent itself into this team in the next year or two then it would be definitely fun to watch but um this team actually got further than that team did so i think at this point every every fan is probably happy that they they witnessed to see it but disappointed that they had every ability to make it work had they just given it a lot more effort and and they had a lot more talent um i don't expect maxi to leave um danny with that accident with from joel falling on his his knee is is tragic it's pretty much like carson wentz's injury so he's going to be hopefully contemplating retirement at this point i don't really think it's a point for him to come back into the league after this point because he already has three rings so unless he really sees a future with the Sixers. Um, he had one more year here, so he most likely will be spending most of that year not playing. So if he spent majority of the beginning of the regular season out um, and then he wasn't really playing that great at all, I can't imagine what this injury is going to do for his progress and um, productivity. So I don't see him being a factor. Um, a lot of the bench guys can go. Um, shake all those guys they could probably they could probably grow more on other teams whether it be 
anyone outside of the division. Regardless, I just find that, I mean, look at Drew Holiday, you know, that could be shaking a couple seasons, you know, you never know on another team. Um, Matisse as well, if, he, if his heart still is with playing in the NBA, he may prosper somewhere else himself. So there's tons of directions. They may decide to finally trade Tobias, even though I think Tobias has given more improvement since Maxi, as far as within the last two years, along with Joel. So it's not like there hasn't been improvements on this team. It's just, it's a shame that it ends up, you know, dwindling at the same exact place that they left last year. Um, but this time they just totally lost track of what, whatever else work ethic they might've had to win this game. So, and I didn't expect them to, um, I didn't expect them to lose at home, but I was kind of hoping they would anyway, because I felt like this whole postseason was a wrap a week ago. I mean, the best that they could have done was win back-to-back home games for three and four. And I didn't expect anything past that because, you know, Joel is clearly feeling signs still of that concussion. And on top of the fact that the mask wasn't helping probably the shifting of the orbital bone. So hopefully he's getting that attended to. Hopefully he will get everything that has been an ailment taken care of at once or at least throughout the summer so that if he needs more time to rest while they figure out what to do with this roster, he doesn't have to rush himself back. Um, and in the meantime, if he even decides he doesn't want to come back to the team, as a fan, it would it would crush you. But it's understandable at this point in his career. I mean, I feel like we are truly wasting his prime years, especially if the NBA doesn't want to give him the MVP, for goodness sakes. Um I would be happy if he decided to move on, even if he decided to go to Miami, you know, with Jimmy. Um, but they would definitely have to make a few changes for their roster, too, to compensate him. Um, I'm still hoping somewhere Bradley Beal can be a shooter on this team. But again, it has to fit. And if some things like money and fit doesn't really help the situation, then we're pretty much stuck where we are with the same team, minus um, a few bench guys. So I'm hoping this means we can get rid of Korkmaz and that we can get rid of some of the guys on the bench and develop, you know, continue to work with Reed, continue to work with Bassey um, to handle uh, Joel's uh, backup duties. And then if Joel leaves, then it may not be an issue. They can just have a whole young squad that returning coach Doc Rivers would love to get his hands on to start over. I mean, I'm sure Doc feels like he can handle anybody, but I don't think he, I don't think he reached this team at all personally. But since it's already been out there that he's coming back, you know, unless something develops over the summer, um, it would almost make sense to blow it up so that he could just start fresh with a new young team. But I would think someone at his time in his career as a coach that he would want to kind of build off what they're doing. But the question is, do the players that are there want to build with him? Because to me, I don't think that's, I don't think that's always the case. You know, Harden has a choice too. I mean, he may not get the money that he probably feels he deserves at this point in his life, but if he really wanted to stay for the team and, and Joe actually vouched for him to stay, then he'll stay. But something tells me, I don't think Joel's going to be defending him to stay when he clearly indicated 
to the world that he agreed that he's not going to be the same Harden and and that he's a playmaker and that's about it and that's fine I mean if he was here to just assist and help then that's not really throwing any any person under the bus but I think Joel was clear to not make it seem like he was blaming anybody I think he just wanted to say like we clearly don't have enough strength in our roster to go up against guys who can defend us so well and that's that's as real as you're going to get without offending but a lot of people read into what he said about James whereas I don't think James would disagree with anything he said I mean he may not want to admit he's just a playmaker but his whole goal to come here was to help and whether or not it's translating all the time with Maxie and them it's fine and good I mean they were also all playing crappy so I think a lot of the time part of that is when Doc substitutes a lot more guys in and then it messes up with the chemistry which is what we were hoping he wouldn't do but it got to the point where everybody was starting to look a mess early last night so I think he was just throwing guys in just to throw them in but it's clearly time to let go of some of the youth because some of the youths are just never going to get it and they're not going to blend in with some of the veteran talent you know I hope that Tobias stays regardless because I really don't see anybody taking his contract on if we gave him that much money and then two I, I just don't see the point of getting rid of him just because he he can be a, a mid player but I think sometimes you need someone like him who has tapped in mentally to this team um, he didn't finish out the way he should have but again I don't think anyone did so I don't blame that all on him I think a lot of the starters didn't do their job clearly so I don't think Tobias is to blame this year for anything so that's why I feel like if he ends up getting traded in some kind of a sweet deal that's all fine and good but I don't see the point in getting rid of him so quickly because I think that he's been he's been a major factor in notating the guys that have actually made conscious decisions I feel like I have a spider on me who has made conscious changes and I think that that is something to be respected especially because he worked with doc when he was a clipper so i kind of don't see a point in trading him although hell doc traded seth so and that's his son-in-law so anything's possible but i'm i, I kind of lean towards what most fans probably think at this point blow up the team because if joel even hinted that he could be a bargaining chip if if they need to move something something on this team that clearly shows that he's He's willing to get rid of his comfort of living in Philly and just go somewhere just to make sure the team gets some kind of progress because they're just going to they're going to have the same shit different year again, no matter what Doc tries to act like he can do. I don't really think he knows how to reach this team personally. And unless somebody clearly states that like Joel does in his exit interview or however they handle it, I think he should be the one to pull the strings or cut the strings so that the management doesn't think that they're doing something good again and then he's left what coulda shoulda wooding like he did with Jimmy I think he should have fought for Jimmy if he really felt that strongly that Jimmy uh, should have stayed but I don't think he wanted to hurt Ben's feelings and then when he accidentally did that <laughs> in last year's playoffs by saying you know that he was shocked then he might as well just continue on the honest on the honest Abbey road because it's the only thing that's going to get some change done you just don't want to be that guy for the reason why a guy loses his, his job on the team, but also Ben didn't play, so not his fault. So 
there's a lot of things to consider, but I am excited now that the schedule's out for the Eagles. Um, I'm not excited that they're opening in Detroit, but knowing that this team is hopefully building off of what they ended off ended up doing before that first round loss should be encouraging to know that they could possibly win the first couple games in a row. It would be refreshing um, because they started off pretty hot last year and then they just pretty much tanked for most of the season and then came back intermittently and pulled it together at the very last minute. But I I hope this schedule is um, more consistent for them as far as winning than it was last year. And obviously the hardest schedule will go to the Super Bowl winner or the Rams. So they're going to probably have a grueling schedule on purpose, but they're fully stacked. So, um, but it'll be more interesting to see the new coat, uh, the new QBs and coaches that have swapped places or that have just acquired a new QB. So I'm definitely wanting to see how Matt, um, um, my God, what's his name? Matty Ice. <laughs> how he does in in, in Indy and definitely how Russell Wilson does in um, Denver. So that's going to be fun to see. I want to see how my boy Lamar bounces back with his team because he's clearly showing that he's been working out and taking different ways of strengthening and and conditioning. Josh Allen as well. I want to see him and Diggs actually win it this year if if he doesn't have to deal with Joey and them again. Um, but the youth is definitely exciting and I've said all this before, so it's nothing new, but good night. Thanks for paying attention. If you were, and if not, it's fine. I had to vent. I had to close this Sixers chapter the way I felt like I started it. So adios boys. Thanks for everything. Take care of yourselves. Hopefully none of y'all will come out with some lingering injury in the next season. Cause you got what it's May now. So you got until you got until October, basically, or whenever they start the training camps there. So, yeah, they got a good four or five months to get it together. So hopefully, um, even if Joel doesn't start right away this coming season, if he decides to stay here or doesn't take a massive uh, trade offer, um, I don't expect him to start the season right away if he decides to finally get every bit of surgery he needs to get so that he can really get right. Um but like I said, it's a shame to waste his prime years right now with a mediocre supporting cast. And I mean, the obvious thing would be to bounce, but every player who wants to bounce, it doesn't obviously work out for them all the time. So he can't feed into that if he really does love being here, which he's always said. But you get to a point where how long do you have to settle and wait for everybody to gel to get past the second round? Because if they're still getting to the second round of playoffs and they're not even half as good as they could be, then clearly um, they haven't tapped into what they could be as a complete team if they had a, um, a sustainable uh, point guard, a sustainable bench, and obviously backups that are capable of being somewhat close to what Embiid can do when he decides to take breaks. So those factors are seem small but they're huge factors and it's a huge talent issue and it's a huge undertaking for um, a front office that may or may not know what the hell they're doing so it's an uneasy stressful period I'm glad I don't work for the Sixers but for those who did on the PR teams and social media Lauren um, it's been great Um, I appreciate my Sixers outsiders um, Tyrone and Crystal because they were definitely giving it to them giving it to us 
and reading the tweets that we put out there. So that's appreciative. So it's been a very good season. And Christian Crosby, obviously the announcer during the games. So I just think everybody who has done their part as much as they could to uplift this team, um, they're clearly not where they need to be right now. They should still be playing, you know, and the Miami Heat is going to be well rested for the Bucks or the Celtics. And that should be a very good uh, series. So good night. Everybody have a great weekend. I'm going to go to bed and get ready for Saturday stretch and sculpt with my girl Jenny from Shimmy Well um, via Miami. Hopefully she's close to moving shortly. Um, and if you're in Miami or Florida and you know some people who might be able to help her move all her stuff, uh, DM her on Instagram, Jenny, J-E-N-I, Paradiso, P-A-R-A-D-I-S-O, if it applies. She'll let you know. All right. Birds of a Feather, AJ the Suburban Princess, we're out. And I'll be back, I'm sure, with another co-ed edition. Me and Eddie are probably going to only be talking Eagles at this point. So don't expect anything after this point until, I don't know, training camp. So bye-bye. Good night.